This podcast is offered to you by Zen Center North Shore on the web at www.zencenternorthshore.org. This program is made possible by donations from listeners like you. Hello, Zoom world. Hi, Warren, Jennifer, and Luciana. Good morning. Okay. All right. Let's come close. We're going to just make a circle, including this computer here. So if you don't mind coming closer to me, um, just because of the sounds, yeah. And we'll be nice for that computer just to be part of the circle. Yeah, thank you, sister. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you can unplug it and we still stay yeah. connected. Yeah. Right. Should I? Good to know. Does that need a. No, that's. Okay. I don't know. That's them. <laughs> Are you giving a Dharma talk, maybe? Uh, just a few minutes. Uh, I'm going to just sort of see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. I think that's. Okay. Hi. <laughs> You've got me from the neck down. <laughs> or we can just put it for It's all right. Okay, yeah. It's just, and then I can move it. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Did you notice during the ceremony or even during sazen or walking meditation. It's so interesting in this space with all the windows. Did you see everything that was flying? There were birds flying, there were leaves flying. I loved it. You know, it's so interesting to feel contrasts, uh, the contrast between stillness and movement, between silence and sound between the human voice and the neutral sound of the bell, between formality, like these weird Zen mm-hmm. forms. <laughs> You're also brave. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> and being human, you know, being informal, being just... And it's not a contra, it's not an opposite. This form, the formality, and natural. It's not, they're not opposites. You know, the word is non-dual or, you know, the teaching of non-duality. It's like there is a contrast there, but it's so we can experience something deeper beneath the categories, you know? Otherwise, contrast and difference just becomes more othering. And that's not helpful, as you may have noticed. So neither do we want to bypass difference and contrast. That's our life, our beautiful, textured, colorful life, filled with sorrow and filled with joy. So I'm going to, you know, there are brand new people here, but I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to share something that might make some people nervous, but it's what's up right now. Well, two things are up. 
One is the ceremony we just offered. Thank you, Chise and Emily. And thank you, all of you, for literally diving in, <laughs> bowing, <laughs> you know, and just that willingness to just allow your voice to be heard. You know, without really knowing what you're doing or even knowing what it means, possibly. In Zen, there's a saying, um, not knowing is most intimate. And this leads me to the second thing I want that's up for me this morning. It's going to be kind of weird, but it's, it's again this formal and informal. It's these robes and being a priest and human. So in the dating world, <laughs> the online dating world, <laughs> it's a Buddha field. There's so much happening there. And I feel like I'm in ground zero of, you know, it feels like, you know, if nothing else, without taking myself and my human needs out of the equation, I don't, I don't want to do that. But from maybe a little bit of a clinical or anthropological point of view, it is like ground zero for human suffering, you know, in the midst of our melting earth, as a Gen Z person described it. This woman on NPR, she said, she talked about the melting earth and that it costs a million dollars to go to college now. She's like, you know, how to move within this world as it is. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling that this morning. I'm feeling the earth on this really warm day in November. You know, in some ways, of course, right? It's fabulous. People are walking around in t-shirts. It's like being back in California. Yay. I don't need to be bi-coastal. I could just stay here. But of course, we all feel somewhere that this is kind of weird. There's a little, it's, it's disturbing. You know, do you feel that? So, and then there's this one profile, this, this man has this pro and his profile on this dating app. He says, I'm not interested in causal relationships. <laughs> Clearly a typo. I mean, I think, I think he meant to say, I'm not interested in casual relationships, but I've been turning this <laughs> ever since I read it. Like, so I'm thinking about that with this ceremony we just offered. It, this is about karma, causal relationships. All relationships are causal. Our life, being on planet Earth, being in relationship is causal. It's all subject to karma, the laws of karma. And so this is the realm that we're moving in, you know. And that's why I think I'm, I'm bringing up the whole dating scene. There's a way in which I wish that everybody on Match.com could be part of the ceremony. For me, this ceremony is about the full moon ceremony. And it's really formal. 
And nobody left. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you could see me. I always smile. It's like I want to laugh out loud at the beginning of the second and then the third round of the homages. Like, it's like we're going to do this again and again. Yes, this is one of the most important qualities of this ceremony and of our life. The unrelenting nature of karma the unrelenting nature of change and impermanence and constantly being reminded of that, how are we going to respond? <laughs> Victims of it or bodhisattvas within it? My favorite moment this morning was when you said, yay! <laughs> you know, that's kind of the spirit of, okay, how am I going to engage with this? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, so, you know, the formal aspect of this schedule is very important because it, it provides a kind of, I feel, a neutral container for experiencing unity. You know, all together. Not as a concept, but as a lived experience. And when you have enough, when we have enough faith or trust or just, all right, whatever, <laughs> and just dive into it and join with, I do feel that our bodies go, oh, yay. <laughs> like, at last, you know, not, you know, going toward preference or comfort or familiarity, but something fresh and spontaneous and communal. Now, within that, what's really important, if we're going to do that, in order for this to not be a cult, <laughs> yeah, just do it. <laughs> in order for, for that to happen, what's really important is for us to engage continually how is it now? What is it now? You know, the neuroscientists are studying this. What's firing off in the brain when I do this? When I do this. Oh, <laughs> so good. And then when I do this, like, you know, what are the messages being received? So it's fascinating and it's really interesting. And so Zen is all about engagement. But we're still trying to find ways to, you know, lure you in <laughs> so that you can get a toehold and then have something to engage with. And this is what I mean. You know, I'm not going to try to convert people on Match.com. <laughs> but I do, I do see the, um, it's a very moving experience for me to be dating. It's so painful. So painful. Um, but it, it's also painful in the way, oh, and I don't mean, because I've, I've I, it's no, no longer, I mean, I still have my, my stuff, <laughs> but it's no longer like, oh, are they going to like me? You know, it's more like, oh, you know, how are they doing? And, and how are we going to, and then feeling the, you know, like someone's a little bit more attracted and someone's like, oh, you know, and then just feeling that. And then also, even if there is attraction, if anyone here is dating, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope this is relevant because it's deeply human. Um, if there is 
mutual attraction, it's like the enormity of crash landing in the midst of each other's lives. It's wild. You know, your life has been going through, 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 and then all of a sudden, Joan lands. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what was that? Or, you know, Bill lands in my life, and I just feel his, you know, um, talking about how both his parents are dead and he's an only child, and hearing him say, there's no one left in my life. And all of a sudden, my chest tightening and my wanting to get out of like, don't look at me. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's extraordinary. It's really a practice field of compassion and, and clarity and, you know, boundaries. And then clarity also includes, again, not knowing. So maybe that's the connector I'm feeling is this intimacy, the intimacy of a meeting, you know, whatever it is. If it's at this Thai place in Coolidge Corner, you know, or if it's in a full moon ceremony. Every time we do this, it's about that meeting. You know, training ourselves to meet, to drop just the difference, but to meet fully, wholeheartedly, the whole shebang. And so I think a lot about the Zen tradition. I think a lot about wearing these robes for people who are newer. And some people have started practicing wearing robes, and it's a great practice. Because, you know, when I was putting the robes on this morning, because I, I did have a date last night, so it's all very fresh. As I was putting these robes on this morning, I was thinking about respect. And um, by the way, where did those little chant cards go for the rope chant? I thought they were going to be tucked under the fire. Oh, but people aren't going to know they're there. No, I'm <laughs> um, so we're trying so that, you know, at the end of the second period of Zazen, when we chant the rope chant, it's cool to just listen, you know, and hear that. Um, but then also to use your voice too. Because this is a way of how do we start the day? How do we move from the silence and the stillness into, you know, pedestrian, kind of mundane engagement with our lives, you know, just our regular lives? With what mind, with what heart do we go forth, as the Christians say? Go forth, you know, with what mind, with what heart do we go forth into our lives after being in a place like this? And so this is, you know, we say it twice in Japanese. I'm with you. Whoever's <laughs> stomach that was. I ate yogurt this morning because otherwise my stomach would be going nuts right now. <laughs> it's very, but we will have snacks very soon. <laughs> yes. Um, so we, we chant in Japanese first. And I just, for the way I engage with that, is it connects me with lineage and ancestry and you know it actually connects me with that bird we just heard you know and all the birds flying around and all the leaves falling and i'm thinking during kenyan is this why we call it fall <laughs> thoughts because the leaves fall <laughs> you know i'm feeling like so 
feeling connected with everything. When I talk about lineage and ancestry, it's not just human. It's being connected with everything. You know, especially if you identify as being American. Like, what is that to be American? It's one of the reasons I first started practicing. What is it to be American? It felt so shallow. You know, kind of superficial. I needed something deeper. You know, and maybe that something deeper will help us in continuing to inform what American could be. But at any rate, so chanting in Japanese, this is, this is, it's helpful for me because I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not just making this up. There's, there's all the ancestors and all life is right here with us and we're with life right here. And it also helps because when it comes time to chant in English, if you speak English as your, you know, as your first most familiar language, I think it helps us to not like really stay stuck to the literal meaning, but to keep it open. You know, what are these words or sounds? Like what's the possibility? What is it, what is it when we say great robe of liberation? field far beyond form and emptiness, wearing the Tathagata's teachings, wearing the teachers, the teachings of the Buddha, wearing the Buddha Dharma, saving all beings. You know, like, it's not just these robes, but it's like cloaking ourselves in awakening and wearing that for the rest of the day. As we go forth, it's kind of a protection, kind of a shelter, kind of a support. And so I encourage you, you know, chant with that. And I encourage you, and if you don't feel like chanting, at least put your hands in gasho to like put your body here in it to do something and not just think about it. Think about whether you like it or you don't like it, <laughs> whether you agree or you don't agree, just like dive in and, and like, okay, what reaches me here? If anything, where can I find a little toll? So, so what I want to say is when I put the robes on, part of it was out of respect for the messiness of being human, the bewilderment and the loneliness and the anger and the resentment and the grief. Bless you. This is another intimate thing, but I'm just going to share it. You know, when I met you, after I sat down, you, you know, when I was in my 20s, or in my teens, actually, <laughs> when I would meet older women, I kind of always felt older women, or sometimes. I, I have this very strong memory of this one woman who I felt like a competitive thing happened <laughs> with her. It was wild. And I just was like, oh. And I kind of vowed in that moment that I didn't want to do that. So fast forward like 30 years, here I am. And I love hanging out with younger women. And I just, I do want to share that after I sat down, after engaging with you, all this grief came up about my aging body. So that, so when I say, I, I bring this up because when I put the robes on, it's not just out of respect for all you <laughs> and your struggles. There is that, that's the vertical, but the horizontal is it's out of respect for me too and my grief and my struggles. I am with you. 
And that's what makes this trustworthy. That's what I feel anyway. Yeah. So when we offer these ceremonies, we're all offering the ceremony. All right, it's 8.57. My plan, I talked more than I thought I would, but I was also thinking about you all on Zoom. And let me just say, if you can get here just a little bit earlier in the future, (laughs) um, if, if you could, I know for some of you, it's maybe not possible and it's okay. No pressure, just encouragement, a little nudge. Because a lot of times I realize what I'll talk about in the Dharma talk is what happened before in service. And then before that, in Zazen. <laughs> and not just mine, but yours. It's said that, you know, things are declining. The Buddha Dharma is declining. We're actually in the age of decline. And one of the earmarks, one of the hallmarks, hallmarks of the age of decline is that teachings will continue, but practice will stop. So please, (laughs) sit. (laughs) Don't just come to hear me go. Yeah. And that's what I mean by engagement, as best as you can. So thank you, Jennifer. So, um, yeah. And we're still figuring out the hybrid thing. And I wasn't sure about going. So, But every now and then on Sundays, we will pair up. Because it's really wonderful for you to get to know each other. Here in physical space, what's going to happen next is we're going to offer three full bows, or as you're able, and we're going to chant the Pali refuges together. We're going to take refuge in Buddha Dharma Sangha. We're going to take refuge in awakening to reality with each other. That's what that means. And then, for those who are physically here, and maybe if if you feel like doing this in your own place, we're going to take care of our practice place. It's called Soji, temple cleaning. These windows really need to be cleaned. I don't know who's giving out the jobs, but can I help clean the windows? And maybe a couple other people want to you know, clean some windows. Yay! <laughs> um, and then after that, and, and really during that time, we set up tea. We set up tea, <laughs> Julia, and then someone will help Julia. <laughs> yeah, to set up some tea and some snacks so that we can have a little food. We can, you know, we can um, enjoy company, fellowship, and sisterhood. <laughs> and um, and just talk a little bit and ask questions and you know share your own practice it's a very important time for me it's like shavasana you know integrating all of this making it your own okay that's the plan any any question or any thought well we're still in this formal formal ish space can we say names I'm going to move you back around here so you can see people. I'm Joan. (laughs) All right. I don't know if you'll be able to see everybody, but we'll start in the physical space. (laughs) Hi, Emily. Nicole. Nicole. Wendy. Yeah, I live in France. 
Um, Julia. She say. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> Do you mind saying Luciana? Hi, Luciana. Hi, Luciana. Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. And then I'm not sure. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for saying hello. Thank you very much. All right. So, as you're able, let's go. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This podcast is made possible by donations from listeners like you. For more information or to donate, please go to www.zencenternorthshore.org. Thank you.